Oh, I recognize that face. You're in trouble, aren't you? Well, I'll take you out to the Outer Rim, but I don't think it's going to do you much good. Why? Well, there's a new bounty hunting group. You haven't heard? There's a two-faced Twi'lek and a pugilist droid. If I were you, I'd do my best to avoid the Salonian captain and the gandroid tech. Better watch your back or you're gonna get wrecked. The riding on the sky on fire. Heading to the edge of the empire. Your number's up and now you gotta pay. Running from the heroes of the Hadian way. Heroes of the Hydean Way. Berwin, Billy, and Cav did some metaphorical and literal cleanup as they waited for Vorin to arrive. Berwin upgraded Vrebo to an official crew member, and Cav to partner while Cav set about some private plans of their own. Vistrano and the Twilight Molt arrived to inform Cav that Thakbo would like the droid to be built. Molt left with the spice, but Vistrano stayed aboard to tend to lingering wounds. As Billy walked him back, she made it plain that Vistrano was welcome aboard the Sky on Fire. He eventually agreed to the idea, but will Thakba allow it? Find out on this week's episode, Two Ships, One Family. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a live play podcast that explores published adventures in the Fantasy Flight game Star Wars RPG line. Currently, we're between our two modules of Trouble Brewing and Mask of the Pirate Queen. Currently, this is Interlude, Episode 2, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. I'm Brandon, and I'm playing Barrowin. I'm Leslie, and I'm still Billy. And I'm Britt, and I am still Vastrano. And I'm feeling very strange without Christine leading a a little prompt. Uh, I'm David, and I play Vurin. To learn more about our characters, we get one hero to ask another question. Today, we'll get Vurin to ask the question. All right, well, I have a question for you, Billy. Yes, House Vurin. What do you think your life would have been like had we never met? I dare say it would have been much the same as it was the eight years prior to that event. There are few that would consider bringing such a a specifically trained droid into any other circumstance. I count myself uniquely gifted for having had this opportunity because I would be nothing more than I was, and now I am your friend. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. That being said, I would request that you do not make the hot and spicy shrimp tonight. It does not seem to agree with the other biologicals on the ship. (laughs) Well, uh... I think we can probably find a different kind of shrimp. As we come to our group today, the camera comes down, or the camera pans down from looking at the bright orange and blue sky, the setting sun, and down onto the planet of Nesleheron. It comes down and focuses in on a beat-up and very... uh, on a beat-up YV-666 freighter. And on the outside, you can see a Twi'lek 
working on some repairs with a Ashimek working and probably more directing the repairs and doing them as the Twi'lek is helping out. The ship itself has seen some, some better days, but it definitely looks like it is absolutely spaceworthy now. We zoom in to find Vurin Afa finishing up the repairs on the port power coupling. That would be my cue. Yeah. I used to sell ships, not fix them. Uh, W9, what, what is this? What is, what am I doing here? And W9's tweedling, that's like, just put the big cable into the uh, connector, put the clamps down, and then step back. Yeah, okay. Short circuit sound. Ah, what? I put the cable through. That back connected the one above it. <sighs> it's going to be a long trip. And then uh, the ship engine starts thrumming. And resting power is can be heard in the background. Oh, whoa, progress. At this point, that was the last repair that was needed to bring the uh, ship known as the Vagrant up to actual functioning. After its own run-ins with the Icker and just general damage from being assaulted by a small group of bounty hunters. <laughs> well, uh, I guess at this point, Vurin will uh, kind of turn around and toss the Hydra banner he was holding onto some nearby surface. He's uh, he's not dressed in his normal clothes. He's got what he considers to be workwear on, which is sort of, uh, you know, he's got like a shirt that's... Uh, older it's it would still be nicer than most people would probably work in but he doesn't really have like work clothes yet um he's got on like a pair of pants he probably took from one of the um bounty hunters like wardrobes or not the bounty hunters the pirates smugglers whatever doba was because he doesn't care about their clothes as much as his <laughs> uh, he's found something that vaguely fit him and uh he's he's covered in dirt and machine oil and thoroughly miserable looking. <laughs> but he sits down, takes a deep breath, looks over at W9 and says, It's going to take some getting used to this, but uh, it's kind of nice to fix something. You know, most of the time, I just uh, get a new one if it breaks. Uh, clothes tear, I get something new. Or, you know, go out of fashion. Or, uh, you know, something I use breaks. Just get a new one. Just get a different one. Uh, I can't do that with the ship. <laughs> I no longer have the funds. So, fixing things is the name of the game. As you say that, out of an open hatch comes down a large, somewhat burly Rodian, uh, Godin, as, as they're jogging down the ramp and turning to you. It's like, oh yes, that did it. Verin, the ship is raised rain. Ah, see, I told you I'd get it fixed. Ha, and you doubted me. To think you didn't think I could fix the ship. Ha! Ha ha! Well, after Doba couldn't, or wouldn't, I had my doubts that the ship could be, but between a cab's emergency repairs and your actual elbow grease, 
I'm pretty impressed. I think realizing that Doba couldn't fix it makes Vorin smile a very, like, classic Grinch, Grinch smile for a second. <laughs> ah, I fixed it and he couldn't. Um, and then he sort of, you know, stands up and walks over to Godin and says, uh, How are things up top? Is the cockpit to your liking? Why, yes. The cockpit in these are very good for having one or two people there. Anymore, and it gets a little cramped, but this is a very good one pilot or one pilot and co pilot ship. I thank you so much for taking me and my sister on as fares on your initial voyage in your new ship. Of course, of course. Uh, it'd get lonely, just me and W9. I mean, it's good company, but uh, occasionally you want to hear someone who, uh, you know, can talk in something other than beeps. To which W9 will give a small trill. Oh, oh, I guess he doesn't just beep. So it's at this point, Godin is going to uh, like, give a salute to Vurin and skip off. His... <laughs> Sorry, this, is, this is burly <laughs> bounty hunter image. skips off. <laughs> I have this image of, like, Rodian Dwayne the Rock Johnson skipping down the hallway. It's amazing! <laughs> Only I had it because you guys were sitting on the outside of the ship in my mind. That's so why he's skipping down the hull of the ship. <laughs> um, just as a random question, who's actually on the ship with me? I, I know we talked about Godin and Zakata and W9. Is that the crew, such as it is, since I'm just taking Godin, Godin and Zakata somewhere? Yeah, that was, the crew is Vern and W9, because W9's wanting to roam the galaxy, and seems like you're a pretty good person to do that with. He's going to be very surprised when he realizes I have zero ranks in any shipboard skills whatsoever. Well, no, I have a rank in gunnery, so I can shoot things before we crash into them. <laughs> One way or another, he, he departs, skipping or strolling. Well, now he's skipping. I was just meaning like he leaves. <laughs> All right. So Godin gives a bit of a salute to Vern. It's like, now that the ship's up and running, I'll go tell Zakata that we're going to be leaving soon. And then, yeah, skips off because apparently that's a thing. Hey, he's just pleased he's not stuck on that asteroid anymore. Oh, yes, because he was stuck in the... He's also really, really happy that he's in an actual compartment now, as opposed to the escape pod. <laughs> because that's where he had taken over as a room. Apparently him and PG. He might not be so glad to not be in the escape pod once I start flying the ship. <laughs> well, that way the escape pod's actually used as... Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I'm figuring that Godin passes someone. Does he greet said someone? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with, well, like, sort of the head bob tipping a hat that isn't there. The, the forelock touch, as it like were? The little, yes. All right, well, Billy will return the motion and um, kind of, is Vern actually sitting on the outside of the ship? Yes, then I, yes, I'll be sitting on the outside of the ship, like Han Solo on Hoth style. What kind of planet is Slehedron? I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. Uh, volcanic in city. Oh. Big cities. Cool. 
So if you plan to expose any setback dice on this conversation, just I'll <laughs> have no. It doesn't matter if, if it's it's too warm. <laughs> How many threat uh, would we have to roll on any given social check to uh, catch fire? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with maybe uh, a five, despair. Six. <laughs> Noted. All right, well, Billy will will lift you know the long arm in a a, a big slow wave. Permission to come aboard, Captain. Hey, you never need to ask that, and I'm not yet a captain. I have to have actually taken off once in the ship to be a captain. Are you actually going to be the pilot? Uh, well, unless W9 has a lot more arms than he looks like he has, uh, I think that I'm the only one who can do it. It is not uncommon for ships to have a connector for the astromact. That's true, but I gotta learn sometime, you know? I can't let him fly the entire time that we're out there. I mean, it's not really, like... Appropriate, you know, for a captain to not know how to work his own ship. Then I fear we are in great trouble. I mean, I have the utmost of faith in your abilities, House Warren. <laughs> He'll laugh and kind of slap her playfully on, like, you know, slap her, like, friendly on the arm. She will not return the favor because that's a lesson learned. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be asking for permission to come back aboard. We don't need, we don't need to, to make more bills right now, even though we do know, know a doctor currently. Um, out of curiosity, Ben, how long has Vorin been on the planet? Uh, I'm figuring that Vorin arrived with you and has just been working on his ship and sort of writing things in his mind because that's pretty much how we had left things in his last So kind of we showed up and started doing our thing and he got the, sh- the slow ship to dock after we were all already in the middle of things. Yeah. Okay. So wait. What all happened? Because the last time I was actually here was right after the shootout. And the last thing I remember happening was Varin, like, contemplating whether or not he should be in a line of business where he shoots quite so many people because he seems to you like it money too much. From a hut. Slash be too That's good at it. Something like that. Okay. Yeah, you, you would have been briefed. Cool. Um, Cav is trying to adopt a, a, a hut's doctor. Cav is making a hut a protocol droid. Vrebo has officially become part of the Sky on Fire staff. Cav is an official bounty hunter and now partners, although the officialness of the partnership I'm not certain of. <laughs> it's a Paul shake Perfect. Okay. But Cav doesn't have paws. But Barrowin does. So the onus is in- entirely on Barrowin. Yeah. So noted. All right, so... That's what you would have. That's what you would know. We got rid of the glitter stim. You got thirty five hundred credits. Whoa! <laughs> oh, well, I, I was I was going to make that Barrowin's reason for appearing. Oh, but also the delivery. Yeah, because okay, so yeah. Vorin doesn't know. You will be you. You know that you will be getting paid. That's what you know then. So at this point, <laughs> no, at this point, Billy's going to settle down on. Another handy seat-like protrusion of the ship. <laughs> kind of a lumpy-looking thing, so I'm sure there's plenty. I was picturing Vurin was sitting with his legs kind of dangling off one of those side wings. Okay, joining then. Stumpy little legs. <laughs> for once, it kind of looks like I'm taller than you. She straightens up. Yes, for once. The ship looks good, House Vurin. Thank you. Uh, I have to admit, it was kind of nice to actually, you know... Get in there and do some of the work myself. W9 was assisting, correct? 
Uh, um, W9 was really doing most of it, <laughs> if I'm honest, which, you know, I mostly never am. We all have our ways, House Warren. <sighs> you know, Billy, I think I'm making the right choice, but uh, I'm really going to miss you. Are you certain I should not come with you? Billy, if there's one thing I know, it is that you are destined for greater things than any droid I've ever encountered. You have uh, a certain set of skills and a temperament that make you ideally suited to the work that uh, Barrowin and Cav do. And you have the strength of character not to get uh, sucked into it the way that I feel I'm in danger if, uh, if I stay. And I don't think a life hauling boxes is really all that fulfilling of a task for a droid. So... <laughs> Billy, Billy kind of leans over and looks over at Hurley and Burley, the load lifters. Well, if they had the again. intelligence for anything else, I'd let them do it. But, you know, <laughs> I tried to take the boxes away. They're not really all that keen on it. Will hauling boxes be fulfilling for you? Uh, well, it's not exactly what I pictured myself doing. But it's got to be a start to something. You know, I don't exactly expect to be hauling cargo forever. But you got to do what you got to do when you don't have any money. But at the very least... It's my choice, and I'm making the decision for myself, which is its still new to me. It is as of yet quite new to me as well. Possibly you might consider newer. Probably true, I'll give you that point. <laughs> I do not know about becoming a bounty hunter. Well, I'll tell you what. Give it a try. See how it goes. See if maybe this is where you fit in. And if you find yourself at a similar crossroads where you don't think this is where you need to be, know you'll always have a berth on my ship, if you want it. That is good to know, House Warren. We can just sit and stare into the sinking sunset for a few minutes. <laughs> just kicking our feet. Maybe spitting on random passersby. And then in the background, you see Hurley and Burley chasing a Lothcat. <laughs> hey, as long as you don't step on it. Is that your loth cat? Uh, uh I hope not. <laughs> Are you not certain? I didn't buy it. Apparently, Billy's catchphrase. <laughs> One last question, House Warren. The ship. Does she have a name? Well, Doba called her the Vagrant, and uh, I think that is a. Incredibly pedestrian name. But, uh, I haven't got a better one yet. So, I suppose she'll stay the vagrant until I can come up with a better name, because I fail utterly to think of a good one. I thought about Sojourner, but that seems kind of pretentious. Well, considering you just made a pedestrian joke, and then yeah, you exactly. went to something, <laughs> something about travel. Uh... Oh yeah, because a vagrant isn't about travel. Almost seemed like a synonym. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kept trying to come up with something that sounded like a fresh start or a a new perspective that didn't sound super cheesy. Something Dawn? I actually had thought of that, but the only word that kept coming into my head was Concord, and that doesn't work. Ryloth Dawn. Ryloth Dawn. Well, he's never actually been to Ryloth. <laughs> so maybe that would work if it's sort of an aspirational maybe, maybe thing. Maybe go to Ryloth. Idiot's Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> I did think about yeah. going with the Sabak thing. Hmm. 
I so support Sabak on on the naming front. But, I I you know. I kind of wanted to name it the Queen of Air and Darkness, but then we'd have another queen in the thing. Do it. All right, we'll back up. I liked that name, but I was like, oh, we we almost named the gun that, and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, but this is a ship. Okay. Ship deserves to be a bit pretentious. One final question, Hasoran. The ship. Does she have a name? Well. Doba called her the Vagrant, but uh, I think that is an entirely pedestrian name. So, I've been thinking about this, and he pulls a he pulls a Sabak card out of his pocket and passes it over to Billy. What do you think? As soon as I can find somebody to spray paint the card on the side, and he kind of holds out his hands, you know, in that way where you can kind of make L shapes with your fingers, like you're you're picturing a piece of art or something, and he spreads them out across the side of the ship, and he's like the Queen of Air and Darkness. I like the idea that he handed Billy the wrong card. Billy's like, <laughs> yeah, he's got, he's, like she's she's holding the idiot. <laughs> Seems like a strange name. So Bill, Billy will will nod uh, approvingly. It has a certain gravitas. She also kind of, if she could smirk, would because she's thinking that doesn't really suit you right now. <laughs> Barrowin will show up. She'll climb up the ladder or something. Poke her head out the hatch on the top of the uh, the vagrant or whatever we're calling it now. It hasn't been repainted. She she doesn't know any uh, any differently at the moment. What are you two both doing up here? I believe we are sitting. Well, I don't I don't guess I know what I expected. Would you like to join us? I I have a bit of stuff to do, but um. She climbs out of the uh, all the way out of the hatch and walks over, um, but does not sit. Probably, she pulls out a sheaf of credits and hands it to Verin. Uh, this is your share. Thirty-five hundred should give you plenty to get started. I uh, well, thank you, Baron. I'll uh, I'll put it to good use. I'm sure. I shall endeavor to assist in this matter before we depart. Ha! <laughs> I could spend my own credits, thank you very much. Billy lifts her arm to the adding machine that, that that's attached. <laughs> Alright, fine, fine. We will discuss your budget before I depart. Actually, Billy, I, I maybe had a errand I wouldn't mind you coming with me on at some point. But, you know, it can be later. Do we have time yet before we're breaking up the party? Like, are we going to be there for a couple more days? This is still really early. Uh, this, I'm figuring, is about halfway through Kev's construction mayhem montage. There's yet more time to share. I, I can come with you as needed. Uh, at this point, Barrowin might be, like, giving Verin a look. Like, do you want me to divert Billy so that you can spend your own damn credits? No, I think he'd want the company, even if he wouldn't outright say that. <laughs> He'll just kind of shrug noncommittally, but in a way you can tell he's sort of like, nah, it's good. So you're really, uh, doing this, huh? It appears so. I, uh, I just need to figure out exactly what it is that I actually want out of life, you know? Uh, I spent so many years with all the important decisions being made for me, and then... The time I actually made my own decisions, I just sort of let things happen all around me and just sort of got caught up in whatever was happening at the time. 
And uh, I don't like where that was taking me. So I want to see who I am on my own. I, I mean, I would point out that the situation you just described is also very literally not making your own decisions. Yeah, quite possibly the <laughs> the truest part of all of this. Well, I know what that can be like. Uh, I'm going to miss having you around, actually. You know, I think I'm going to miss hanging around on the um, sky on fire as well. I almost said the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> you've, been, you've been cheating on us? <laughs> House foreign. <laughs> what? They got a green Twi'lek on board. Come on. Who is she? Have you properly vetted her her presence? Well, she didn't give me a Paco com. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I'm going to miss being around on the sky on fire. That's for sure. It's not not an easy decision, but uh, it's not like I'm never going to see you again. I know your transponder codes. It's a big galaxy. But I'm sure we'll bump into each other if we want to. Just promise me that you'll at least give me a heads up if you're ever coming after me. Also, if Kev is piloting. That as well. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps that one first. I I don't think we'll take any bounties to hunt down anybody that we consider a friend, Vern. I dare say we will not. I don't know. If you knew what they've got on my head, you might change your mind. (laughs) Lots of people have bounties. <laughs> Billy's looking at Vern like, seriously, <laughs> we talked about this. <laughs> we trust these people, but you don't have to be dumb, Vern. <laughs> oh, she loves you. B- Billy, we're not we're not going to hunt Vern ever. This I know. Well, I'll admit I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> Billy has has certain plans for anybody she finds out they're hunting for, and so there's a reason she won't take the code. Well, uh, I don't want to, um, I don't want to pose anymore. Um, just be safe out there, Varun, okay? Um, Varun's going to offer a paw. Oh, uh, since Varun's, like, down on the, the ship, he'll kind of grab it and pull himself up to, uh, standing position and shake paws and to hand. And Varun will pull him into a hug actually haha you have fallen into <laughs> hug traps are the best traps <laughs> he, he sort so of makes happy. that like shocked face where he doesn't know what he's doing but then and uh, then billy he'll, stands he'll up and it. hugs them both <laughs> and you can't do anything suddenly, about it <laughs> it is a vurin sandwich and he can't do anything about it yes bear one request billy billy doesn't hold it there long um uh but she she will just gently kind of with what little neck she has, kind of tilt her head down on top of, of Verin's, and then one little squeeze, and then release. Well, joke's on you guys, because I'm covered in engine grease. <laughs> <sighs> Just I'm sorry. keep yourself safe. You too. Um, Barrowin is going to uh, leave now the way that she came... Um, at, at the moment, probably fairly specifically trying to like let them have a moment because she's not sure what they had or hadn't said yet as far as like their goodbyes. So Well, we, we have um, several days left. Billy's Billy is staying on the the Queen of Air and Darkness until the time is done. Just gotta make sure everything's good, clean, aren't sharp things that Vern can hurt himself on. 
Um, and when Barrowin goes back down uh, below, she will find mm, the cockpit's probably too obvious a place. She's going to uh, go in whatever quarters Verin seems to have claimed for himself. Which will be evident because it's Verin. It, yeah, I, I have to imagine it does not take uh, much intellect to figure this one out. And she's going to take out of her coat one of her little... Uh, models? Models that she that she keeps. It's a model of a YT-2000, like the Sky on Fire, and set it uh, on, the, on the bed, probably. Aww. And then she's going to leave. A uh, quick question, Ben. Mm-hmm. The item we discussed earlier, should I assume that has already been purchased or is that part of my shopping trip with Barrowin? Because I was just going to say that I had bought it like when I went walking with Vistrano. My thinking is pick it up, you know, be picked up while you're shopping with Barrowin and we'll do a final, final scene uh, at the tail end. Okay. As Barrowin is leaving, you see Burly there with the Loth Cat on its head. And Hurley petting the Lothcat. <laughs> our, our, our background droids are the best. How did a Lothcat even get here? It's a smuggler's planet. Somebody probably ordered one. As long as it's not a bunch why, of Gizka, why? I'm good. <laughs> I get that reference! <laughs> Alright, moving forward. Then Berwin and Billy are in one of the general markets shopping. Uh, there's, like, it's a fairly open, stalled market. It's not quite like a mall. It's just, yeah, it's got a bunch of different stalls there with people hawking their wares. It goes on for about, like, two, three blocks. It's about, like, a city block wide with a couple different, with several different, uh, alleys down it um if we're sort of cutting into the middle of things billy, billy probably already has a pile of things that barrowin has made her carry oh gosh yes and actually billy has great arms for it because as long as the bags have handles just the long arm is just just dripping with bags because um, barrowin has uh per just um not really haggling he's taking face value no, you're not. If you're with Billy, you're not just just buying crap. Is is Billy really intent on haggling? Billy's intent on Baron be- Barrowin being prudent with Barrowin's new money, since Cav is going to be very expensive. <laughs> uh, but Barrowin does have negotiation. She just doesn't haggle over every single small purchase she makes, like grenades. Billy will encourage prudence, not prudence, not necessarily niggling. Just put it that way. But anyway, so... Well, no, nothing, nothing nothing. Billy would be carrying is a high-dollar high item here. Okay, just saying. You, you've got somebody to loom. <laughs> Although it might be less effective with, with bags and boxes all over me. Uh, so, Billy, I've been meaning to make you an offer. Is it one that I may refuse? <laughs> I'm sorry, that, that can be cut. I just... Um, that's what makes it an offer and not an order, Billy. Fair. Uh, last I checked, you don't have an escape circuit. What's it? What's it? It's a thing, it's a thing that makes you immune to, uh, restraining bolts. Well, makes restraining bolts really, well, easy to get around as opposed to really, really hard. It lets you overcome restraining bolts to a certain degree. It is not legal. 
There's very little about Billy that's legal, so that's not really a concern, but I'm guessing... <laughs> it probably only very mildly makes Billy more illegal. Um, I'm guessing I don't have one then, since this is not a conversation I've had before. Mechanically speaking, it it would be a significant purchase um, at some point, so I think you'd probably know. Then yeah, no, I I, I have as of yet not obtained such a thing. Do you want one? It would be prudent, but if we have more important purchases, it can wait. Billy, just to satisfy my curiosity, what's a more important purchase than something that literally safeguards your autonomy? Food, armor, ship gear, weaponry. None of those things are true. You're just going through what's in the bags? (laughs) She might be. She's just looking at the different bags like, okay, these, that was These the goggles seem stable. really important. <laughs> That's if Billy doesn't think of herself as a person yet, okay? She's working on it. But, sorry. So basically, more important, uh, stuff. Um, so she'll just kind of list things awkwardly, and then when you question that... None, none, of, the, none of the things are actually more important, Billy. Oh, it, is it very expensive? I I have credits. I I can I can. No. I've set aside some credits for this purpose. Just um, we might have to deal with some rough types because it's not technically uh legal. So, you know, not that anything on this planet's all that legal, but indeed, I believe love cats actually are zoned for specific planets, not including this one. I do not fear, as you said, rough types. I believe I'm becoming quite familiar with them. Well, that is the second reason that I wanted you to be with me on this shopping trip. Ah, I am glad to be of service. Uh, okay, so we will endeavor to find a uh, black market dealer of cybernetics. Should I roll a streetwise? Let's go with yes. Let's go... No, it is a streetwise. I'm doing the. I think I think it's streetwise or knowledge underworld are the sort of default. Yeah, those would be the two that I go with. You were so keen on the streetwise. I'm going with streetwise, and I was doing the. Oh, I should figure out a difficulty thing. The escape circuit is a rarity six, by default. Yeah, large planet. What does that mean? It's mechanically. Honestly, for this style and area of the galaxy, that actually would be an average check. And considering you're part of the sky on fire, I'm even going to give you a boost. Yay. On account of there could have been some droid tech that was making a lot of purchases recently. They've, they've heard of... Oh, we want the people from that ship to come visit us. They spend lots of money. Man, so maybe we can get them to... Uh, if, if we just let the sky on fire hover within short range of us at all times, I get to upgrade social checks. Uh, let's go with no on that because that would be weird and creepy but what if we did you need need to have Cav make a little miniature (laughs) sky on fire I think mechanically that might get around the uh, uh, I I think I'd have to choose that as my pride and joy instead of the actual ship (laughs) which would be weird maybe maybe you build it and she animates it pride and joy still requires me to pick something And also, that's going back to... Well, that's that's what I'm saying, though. So, streetwise check. Pretty funny, though. Uh, Is difficulty, you said average? Yeah, so two purple. Um, I'll assist. I've got A rank in streetwise, so probably you're just going to look at a boost. 
Unless you don't have rings. Okay. Uh, yes, I do. <sighs> Alright. So it's a group. And I had ranks, so green, two yellows, blue, and two purples. I think <laughs> we might have found it. Billy just points over Barrowin's shoulder at a big neon sign that says... <laughs> no, it's one of those... Billy, you, we have the conversation, and, and Billy just does the, the full head rotation. The <laughs> Love that. I believe we will find something in that direction for six successes. Yeah, and... Part of this bizarre, you've got so many things here, it's definitely a bit more of a, to the scale of a bizarre as opposed to just a giant market. Kind of the same thing, though. Yeah, you've got one that actually does have a bit of neon to it, a bit of hollow displays around. You've got actual couple droids around. Some are tending to other droids. You've got one of those little pit droid things corralling different like little mouse droids and then getting bowled over by it. Is is there like a bin of mouse droids? They're rolling back and forth squeaking. I don't know if you've ever seen a little sort of corral for piglets. I'm kind of thinking that for mouse droids. Yes. And the base of that is perfectly clean. Like this is a dust or like, we're not talking an asphalt street or anything like that, or dirt steel or anything like that. This is a dust or a dirt, a packed dirt street. Underneath the mouse roids, it is perfectly shining. No one's quite sure how, but it's shining. And yeah, there's parts, pretty much everything that you can think of. Curious. Is there an actual innard to this shop or is it a, a tenty type thing? It's a tenty type thing. Uh, Baron will stroll up to the um, counter or whatever. Uh, you know, give a give a quick sort of glance left and glance right, like just to make sure there aren't any stormtroopers listening in, and say one escape circuit, please. <laughs> no, <laughs> Is that no, literally no. how you're starting no. this? Uh, <laughs> I love it. We're okay. We're sorry. looking for an escape circuit. Oh, I. I see. Ooh, what is it? It's Sean Connery. <laughs> <sighs> it's an Aqualish. Why not? Why, well, I do have a few of those around. Maybe. If the credits are right. Um, well, the credits, I think we can do a thousand. Wait, what? That's the list. That's the book list price. How expensive? That's that's literally Barrowin offering the default price. You you hear a slight as as Billy eyeballs you like, excuse me, that's a lot of money. What are you doing? It's not a lot of money. <laughs> it is to Billy. Uh, the Aqualish is going to look from Barrowin to Billy and back down again, and well, for that amount, yes. I most certainly do. If you'll put your payment on the counter, I will be right back. Barrowin does that. (laughs) (laughs) You're killing me. Barrowin has one cunning. And yeah, what they'll do is uh, there's a sort of 
a closed off area to the tent, like sort of a curtain there. They'll go back in behind. You can still, it's not completely opaque. You can kind of see a little bit through it. So you can see them going through and so pulling out, coming back in. Here you go, ma'am. Hey, uh, don't suppose you do installation. This is fine. We, we know, we know again. If we can, if we can pull them away from their current hobby. Oh, you, you must be the ones with that Kev. Figures that Kev would be the one that would be known. I mean, not uh, anybody else, just Kev. Sort of vendor Kev probably spent a lot of credits here. In that case, and they'll take uh, nine hundred and fifty of the credits in. Well, what did we use up all of Kev's? Uh... Loyal customer points? She will return. She will get more points. Thank you very much for your business. And thank you. We uh, add the hopefully very nondescript escape circuit uh, box <laughs> into one of the bags. Yeah, it it is not exactly a huge uh, device, so... Yeah, I have I have to imagine without like inspecting it closely, you have to really know droid stuff to just kind Pretty of much. casually realize, oh, that's not okay. <laughs> I should get the law. So I am pretty much, as we've discussed on Twitter already, Ben, um, I'm pretty okay with just kind of taking, as you said, the base price for most everything else on Barrowin's shopping list. Okay. The the escape circuit was about the only thing that I was... Yeah, the escape circuit was the only thing that was illegal. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that was the one that we were wanting to get into the actual show. The rest, and it also I'm required yeah. Billy to be okay with installing it. Yeah, that was more of the thing. So I'm figuring, like, Billy does have one thing that Billy is shopping for in, while I'm pulling a cab, but... So just to... to... Establish what those other things that Barrowin has uh, picked up, just so it's on the record. Uh, some grav binders. Um, went with three spray foam grenades at uh, the fifty percent markup. Okay. Um, some tracker goggles. Uh, so Barrowin's gonna look really stylish. <laughs> uh, and slash or be ready to be a Digimon protagonist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, so now what I'm hearing is that Christine needs to find that like splinter cell night vision goggle like <laughs> sound effect. Yeah, that's pretty much how I'm going with this too. By the time Barrowin actually uses them. And then uh, finally uh, arranged for a installation of an onboard amenities unit which i assume is probably the kind of thing that somebody has to bring to the sky on fire since it's probably large yes yes it is uh onboard amenities unit is basically just the upgrade you can buy for your ship that represents that you have like nice onboard kitchen facilities and things like that oh you wait till i'm gone and then you get a real kitchen Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. 
you can find me, Brandon, and uh, basically never Barrowin, but, you know, it's nice to dream, on Twitter at Blue of the Kin. Oh, gosh, it's, it is really weird without Christine. Really is. <laughs> you can find me uh, and whomever else I happen to be at any given moment at GS. And I'm Britt at Atomic Firebird. Everywhere. And I'm David, and you can find me on Twitter at aka Agent Shades and YouTube at uh, what does I don't actually know how to find myself on YouTube. I will get a video or not video. Uh, follow the link. Yes, follow from the, your ring, the link from my Twitter account YouTube. until I can get an actual like recording to Christine about this. Uh, <laughs> it'll be horribly out of date by now, but if you're listening to this in the future and I'm still doing it, I have. Persona 3 recordings going up on Wednesdays and Danganronpa blind let's plays going up on Fridays. Which are really, really fun. I'm really liking this. <laughs> well, thank you. We are all at theheidianway.com where you can find previous episodes and our sister podcast, Tales from the Hydean Way. Our podcasts are on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, where you can find more episodes and help us out by rating and reviewing the show. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can holocom us at heroes at com. If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash thehydeanway. Or you can donate a calf to us at ko-fi.com slash thehydeanway. All right. Well, future Christine, that was an adventure. Everybody does it at least I was going to say, the last time I did it, she used it for a couple of times, including me, like, squeaking out at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm so used to listening to this that I'm expecting that noise afterwards. I know, right? It's weird. We're in the middle of making it, but you still expect it. Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way. Barrowin, Billy, and Cav did some metaphorical and literal cleanup as they waited for Vorin to arrive. Barrowin upgraded Vrebo to official crew member and Cav to partner, while Cav set about some private plans of their own. Vistrano and the Twilight Molt arrived to inform Cav that Thakba would like the custom droid to be built. Molt left with the spice, but Vistrano stayed aboard to tend to lingering wounds. As Vili walked him, Vili? There's lots of V's, apparently. Yes, Vili. Vili is Blur and Blaffa's friend. Together they travel the stars, fashionable and stunning. Ha ha ha. I don't know why I always have to do the ha 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 after it's just part of the it's part of the character. Do 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 do. Wait a minute! I just googled this ship. I did not realize I'm on a, that I'm on a houndstooth. Yes. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. The the triple like confused looking um, diagram we used totally threw me off. Okay, I have a much better idea of what this ship looks like now. Yeah, as it, as it turns out, uh, it has more than one deck. <laughs> That's I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it's got a lot. <laughs> I did, I told you guys I spent the whole like last session thinking that we were fighting on a ship with three prongs like a trident, right? Yes, I do remember that conversation. Oh yeah, I figured that out mid episode or something. I don't remember. Yeah, I actually really like okay. this. Ship. It's so doofy looking, though. <laughs> Me too. My other my other Slonian has one. It, but that's the best kind of Star Wars ship. You don't like. I don't want the sleek, like Nubian looking. Like, Excuse you or anything. I want the ones that look like. Uh, oh, I forgot that you guys had one of those. 
Nobody, <laughs> nobody wants a Nubian. Okay. <laughs> I just, I love the ships that look like somebody put them together with what was left over in the back of the parts room after a different. I'd like to Nubian point out wrap. that the Nubians make great wedding presents, so shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> so true.